Welcome to the Kinetic Belief Podcast. I'm Stephen Canyon, and I'm so excited to champion, encourage, and edify you every day right here. Pushing the boundaries of expectations and rewriting the rules of adventure are the reasons we get up in the morning. This is a way of life, a huge and growing community of explorers and adventurers, leading the way, blazing new trails, and raising the bar. We share your hunger for a life without limits, and we know you'll stop at nothing to get there. All right, are you ready for it? Hold on to your hat, tie on your scarf really tight because you're about to uh, be tested here. Do you know that there's nothing either good or bad on the planet except for attitudes and that is what makes it so? I mean, think about it. If you were to remove every single living person on planet Earth, is there anything bad or good? I mean, don't let somebody who has a bad attitude give it to you either. And that's the thing. Once you finally get over your own, here comes somebody else wanting to give you theirs. You will only find the happiness that you seek when you drop your negative attitude toward life and embrace life and be happy, determined to be happy. Here's the thing. Throughout life, people are going to make you mad. They're going to disrespect you. They are going to treat you bad. But it's up to you on what you're going to think about it. Glad to have you back with us today for the Law of Attraction Kinetic Belief Podcast. I'm Stephen Canyon. KineticBelief.com is the website. KineticBelief at StephenCanyon.com gets an email to us. Good morning, Megan. Hello and good morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm great. I have a very good attitude today. You always do, actually. That's I the do. amazing thing about you. That's why I just love hanging out with you. Well, and you're right. Um, attitudes are absolutely contagious. So, hey, if you find somebody who has a good one, you better not let them go. <laughs> well, first of all, you know, and, and make sure that they are glad to know that you've got one. Yes. <laughs> if you want to change the world, you got to change yourself. Change your own absolutely. attitude, right? Yeah, absolutely. Taking responsibility for how you feel and your own attitude is is number one. You know, I can hear somebody going, yeah, easy for you to say. Well, all right, now look, there's a bad attitude. Check it before you wreck yourself. Right. <laughs> That's, easy for you. Yeah. You don't. You just don't know what I'm going through. Well, you know, I heard somebody say there one time that I just thought was a great thing to say, and they said, you know what? Nobody has the monopoly on pain or on childhood trauma or on bad experiences. If you only knew what I happened to me as a kid the way that I was always treated. I mean, the, the facts are neighbor. that you will almost never meet someone who hasn't had something they genuinely had to overcome. Good so. attitude is everything. We're not yeah. talking about just painting on a smile either. You ever have, you ever go to one of those workout classes and, oh my gosh, how is this workout coach just always so positive oh and got the greatest attitude, but follow him home. <laughs> <laughs> and you're probably going to see anything but a great attitude. She's taking her rage out when she gets home. One, one of my best friends actually has a, a, a gym and a uh, a workout facility. And I've known him all my life. Love the guy. And he is one of the most positive people you'll ever meet. He was teenage Mr. America. And oh, my goodness. He uh, could do, play any sport and always so positive. And, and yet, um, oh, gosh, bless his heart. He would still have go through moments of depression and uh, just wallow in it and allow it to consume his life. Well, and for me, whenever I do feel moments like that sort of click on, um, I've gotten so much better about nipping it real quick, you know, just pulling the rug out from under that bad feeling, that bad thought as quickly as possible. Because for me, at least, um, you know, if I let it linger for even a moment, it gets so much worse. It grows and it just grows into this monster. Do you know anybody that likes a bad attitude? Just they kind of look for it. They just, in fact, if you've got a good one, they're going to just rip it out of you if they have to tear your chest open and take your heart <laughs> out by the pumping whatever they're well, coming after your attitude and and have yeah. you ever known anybody like that you know i have i i grew up with some people uh that had some adults actually that i knew in my childhood oh. that had that but also um i think i may have done that a little bit as a teenager I was Miss Attitude. Mm. Oh, really? I roll city. That, that was me. <laughs> you, I roll, huh? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> well, you know, communication you know is like to, 99%. <laughs> you know, you I know said what used a lot. to get me is, and, oh, is the whatever. Oh, my goodness. I couldn't stand that. It was like, <laughs> what do you mean, whatever? Or here's the new one. It is what it is. 
Oh my goodness! You, please don't do that. So we're going to overcome all that today. Aren't we? I'm starting to, starting to get on me. I'm getting mad. <laughs> Maybe you need to come back in an hour yeah. and go work on something here. No, we're focusing oh on. We're accentuating the positive today. Decoding attitude over ability. How cool is that? I love the name because it does denote this this idea that I wonder about all the time. Um, you know, can you genuinely change your life? solely through attitude and thoughts mm. and mm. words and, you know, kind of just uh, not put the sweat out that most people think you need to. Attitude is an amazing thing. And, you know, when we first began discussing this and, and uh, understanding the power of attitude, one of the first things that comes up, and I think most people can probably relate to this, is it's used incorrectly through the uh, through discipline. As a young kid, you get rid of that attitude, or mm. I don't like your attitude. You better check. You better change your attitude, young man. Oh my goodness! Oh my gosh! So all of a sudden, we start seeing attitude as a bad word. I never did, by the way. That did, never worked. I never did change that attitude. Oh, it, just, it probably did change it, but not for the better. <laughs> well, it's kind of like, um, oh, that's a pet peeve of mine when somebody asks me um, if I'm mad. And they just keep asking me if you're mad. I'm like, well, I wasn't, <laughs> but I'm not? about to be. <laughs> okay. Let me tell you. No, I'm mad. <laughs> I wasn't oh, until mad. you wouldn't stop asking me. That is so funny. It's so, so true. And, and so that just denotes, too, that, hey, you know, your words are also creating your attitude. Attitude, knowing how to, to knowing what attitude is, and it's the outward mm. expression of something that's going on typically on the inside, unless you become a purposeful, yeah. uh, kinetic believer working the law of attraction, then all of a sudden attitude is going to become the gas pedal of success you're starting to it's the the thermometer it's mm. telling you what's going on on the inside or it's redirecting what's going on on the inside most people go through life victims of circumstances or wayward thoughts or like we're talking about the the adult when you're a child that or somebody else that comes along and says why are you why are you uh, so mad why are you so this or that you you don't look good today you look you really oh by the way you really look tired i know that's a new outfit you have on but you look exhausted you know, but so all of a sudden, the, those that are working on improving their life and becoming so a better true. version of themselves and unbecoming yeah. all those unbecoming things, <laughs> they all of a sudden see attitude as, oh my gosh, this is the immediate fix that I have been looking for to know how to redirect my life for the better. Well, that's what I'm excited about hearing hearing more about today is the power of attitude and really, you know, what can it really do in your life? You know, t- I'm always all I'm all about the tangible. You know, I, I love having a good spirit and being spiritually all the spiritual growth. That's great. But we live in a physical world. I want to see it show up, too. Mm. You know, I yeah. like the balance of the, the physical with the spiritual growth. Well, it's always going back to the power of belief, because here's the thing. One of the most important steps that you can take toward achieving your greatest potential in life is to learn to look into the mirror of your attitude. Recognize it for what it is and don't just become a victim of it or under it. In other words, often, you know, most people are being led around by their emotions, led around by their feelings. And if I happen to feel good today, it's just that right, everything, everything's working just right. I just got my check, my paycheck, and I'm Feeling good and everything, you know, the stars are aligned just right. Well, <laughs> Mercury is I've not in a, retrograde. <laughs> I've got a great attitude. You know, there, yeah. right. There's an immediate impact on your work performance, and there's going to be one on your relationships, success, happiness, joy, the, the holistic essence of life and everyone around you. There is nothing that creates quicker to attract to you a faster manifestation than that of a positive attitude for positive results. How do you define attitude in itself? Well, attitude is going to be the outward expression of what's going on on the inside or two things. It's either the the fruit of what's already going on or you've shown up as a fruit master. You're going to change what other people are seeing. It doesn't matter what I feel like. I might feel like mud today. Maybe somebody tried to lay a bad report or some bad news or or told me I don't look good or told me that, you know, you you need to check your attitude, whatever. But I'm going to now choose what I'm expressing. And this is what this is the difference between someone who is a victim in life or someone who's going through life succeeding and becoming what they are 
unbecoming, becoming the original source idea for their perfected self. So attitude is something that you can be above or beneath, it sounds like. That's correct. And it's and you're going to, even as a successful kinetic believer, there are going to be those days where it's going to try to, to shove you up underneath it. But you take control when you look in the mirror of, of attitude and you say, no, you don't. You're not going to get the best of me today. I am going to succeed today. In fact, every day you're going to either be successful or a failure. And it's going to be based on what you're allowing to be portrayed as the essence of you to the world, to the natural that you're living in. When you say the attitude is, is a, in a sense, your, your posture, your um, sort of where you're sitting when you're approaching different things in life. Yeah, if you could imagine people out by the highway watching you go by on the, the highway of life, your attitude is what they see. Mm-hmm. It's when they watch you go by, okay. what did they see? What are they, what's the visual that you're putting off? It's the essence of you, the com- what you are communicating to the natural that represents you. And here's the thing. What most people don't realize is that the, what you determine to be the communication of the essence of you in the natural is the very thing that's going to determine what you look like and appear like and experience tomorrow. Whatever you're living through today is is a representation of the attitude you had yesterday. Oh, that's good. You're always living the life that you've that you've spoken <laughs> the day before. As you're living yeah. a life today that you communicated through your attitude yesterday, wow. the way that you acted yesterday. Maybe you didn't say one word yesterday, but you went through the entire day rolling your little pretty little eyeballs all around to everybody you would meet. Well, now you're looking around today to see what those those rolling eyeballs actually attracted into your life. And it's probably not going to be pretty. Probably not. You right. felt cute with your attitude at the time. There is a substance to what you are manifesting that's going to be based on the outward expression of your attitude. And I think that will, is going to be the key word for understanding the definition of attitude and really what separates it from maybe emotions or even your inclinations is is that it's an outward expression it's what people are seeing it's what you're communicating with that that nonverbal communication we are moving through an ocean of um, of life quantum physics shows that there's particles in in our motion in our thoughts in our words that we speak there's substance to it 90% of our communication is nonverbal and so even when you are nonverbally communicating there is a substance to the thought there is an attitude expressed through the rolling of the eyes or through a <laughs> toss of the head or a look in the other direction or you know a, a shrug or a toss whatever you're doing, you're communicating, and that communicating attitude expressed through the, the physical is attracting mm-hmm. through the law of attraction, the law, the universal law of kinetic belief that you're moving toward, you're drawing that substance into manifestation. And it's interesting, too, because we talk so much about identity and emotions and, and words controlling things, but then I, I've I don't think I've ever really thought of attitude as its own separate entity because attitude is sort of fluxing throughout the day. Um, You know, it's following you or you're following it. I mean, it's just this, like you're saying, it's that constant um, tide or flow of outward expression that, that is... It has a lot to do with manifesting. It's the quickest thing that'll break you down or to fix you. It, yeah. It's the it's the telephone pole with the car going a thousand miles an hour and just you're going to crash or you're going to miss it. Attitude is an amazing thing when you understand mm. it and the power of it. Look, most people when they're first beginning to practice kinetic belief with an unction to use the law of attraction, they, they don't generally have a high level of attitude awareness. Mm. There's not a lot, like you're saying, that's being talked about where attitude is concerned. And so when teaching this, I can ask somebody about their attitude and their they're like, you know, they'll know if they're tired or, uh, or if they're hungry. That's the first thing they'll check. Well, <laughs> let me see my attitude. Yeah, I'm, I, I could use a sandwich. Um, I'm hungry they, <laughs> and angry. Right. Thank no, you. that's a terrible attitude. <laughs> but they usually don't have yeah. an awareness of their attitude. And so mm. that's a mistake because attitude is the thermometer, again, of all things that you are kinetically moving toward to attract in your life. You don't have to be a kinetic believer or a law of attractor working on those things. It's still working for you. Right. This, this, this is the way that all things work in the natural, whether you believe it or know it or not. So attitude is going to direct the way that you perceive the natural and the way that the, the, the supernatural is perceiving you, if you will. And so that the way that the substance of all things hope for has perception of you is going to be based upon the kind of attitude that you are projecting into the universe. 
the, the law of attraction is working on the thought forms of every creator. So now most believe that they have no choice in what they're believing or thinking. You know, it's my attitude and I can't fix it. And well, it's just the way that I am or it's just the way that I feel. And maybe maybe I don't feel right. Or you just don't know what I found out just the other day about I'm not even going to go into it because it's none of your business. And you just need to know. That's why I have this attitude right now. Just don't ask me about it anymore. It's justified. Okay. Hashtag passive aggressive. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Do you know anyone like that? Oh, I would, I would never. That came a little too easy for me, didn't it? <laughs> no. You're, just, you're actually I'm, a very good actor. I'm observant. Yeah, and right. You were a child actor, and I've seen you. You're uh, a great actor. You can pull that off. Well, you know what? Here's the thing. We can choose our within conversations. And we do, we make those choices to be positive. I'm going to have a positive within conversation. I'm going to have an energetic within conversation. And I'm going to be full of life with this perfected self-motivation. This is, this is what I'm choosing to do. Or we can choose the within conversations of self-defeat, self-pity. Well, you just don't know what happened to me. You don't know what they said about me. You don't know what I have to go home to or what I'm going to work to. You just, you just don't know. It's the creative power that... All beings, all of us, having the natural experience, having this, the living through the life that we're living through right now, each of us are challenged with, with hard times. You don't, you didn't uh, invent that. This is not like you were saying unique to you, and you're the only one with hurt feelings. You're the only one with a heartache. You're the only one with physical and emotional pain. Mm -hmm. You didn't create it. You can uncreate it. You can unbecome that, but you did not invent it. The instant attitude maverick or the instant attitude <clears throat> champion uh, working kinetic belief is the one that realizes it's not what happens to you that manifests. It's how you choose to respond to what happens to you that's going to determine the life you'll live. As you're working through these scenarios, it's making me think about a proverbial you know, person in an office going into a meeting. We all have meetings that we have to go to. And... It's it's one scenario versus another. You know, you can go in with a positive, can do, no holds barred. I can accomplish anything. There's no obstacle I can't overcome. But if you go in with a this isn't gonna work, that isn't gonna work. I don't. This is you know negative. I mean, that's a very very concrete way to see how attitude affects your life path. You know, you're either moving through something and and sort of finding accomplishments through through that attitude or you're, you know, putting yourself in a box. Well, and you're right. And, and you know, a lot of people, when they first start this, what they do is, OK, I'm going into the meeting. So <laughs> let me check my attitude. In fact, I need a minute in the the, the washroom. I'm <laughs> going to go in. Juice. Where's a mirror? I'm going to check my, my eye makeup, put on my smile. Check my blood sugar. And I'm going to get everything just <laughs> right. Snickers? Make sure I'm not hungry and my feet aren't tired. And so now I've got the right attitude and I'm going into the meeting and as soon as you get in there you know the the boss says uh well Megan we're excited to hear from you today uh first of all would you like to explain to all of us why you were late right all right what happened to your wah, attitude wah. <laughs> okay but that's the it beginner slithered onto the floor that's the beginner but now as you begin yeah. to practice this and you understand that mm -hmm. it doesn't matter what anyone says it doesn't matter what the outcome of the meeting is going to be. If I get the raise or not, if they like my idea or my plan, that has nothing to do with my attitude. My attitude is one of being thrilled, excited for life and beyond, excited for all the years ahead of me and behind me, excited for the essence of who I am and the original source of who I am, the beautiful, the beautiful creation that I am and represent. That's my attitude that goes way beyond this meeting that I'm going into today. So I'm going to be beautiful because I am. And that seems like that would turn into an ongoing attitude, something you're sort of tethering together from one ex one daily experience to the next instead of, okay, I've got a meeting. I have to think positive. Okay, I'm, I'm picking up my kids. Uh, let me rally myself or I'm, I'm meeting my in-laws for dinner. Let me have a good attitude. You know, instead of just like conjuring this when you have to, when the pressure's on, it seems like this is something you could step into and maintain and, and elongate. As long as you continue to see an occasion for a purpose for a good attitude, then you are still getting all the information on who you are based on the results of mm. that occasion. And it's only when you begin to move beyond natural occasions that your attitude can become sustainably good, producing good results and attracting the good life. 
That's so good, not being occasion-based in, in what you're doing because, and, and like you do, you always take us within. You know, you always take us to look within, to isolate ourselves if need be, to get a kickstart on these things. But, you know, looking within yourself to find those attitudes and then being yourself. That's just sort of the essence of this, right? Like not being affected by all the stuff sort of swirling around you. It takes me- a meditative person to be able to stir up those inner thoughts and ideas that you're going to continue to to just soar through this life, you know, and you've got the same the same expressed outward expression of of this peaceful attitude if you're forest bathing or if you're in traffic <laughs> or if you're in the conference room. Yeah. That essence of that doesn't change. And that's what we want to practice working on. I like how you said choose your very carefully choose your within conversations. That inner dialogue is everything and and it can turn so quickly. You know, you have to be very vigilant with that. Um, And I don't mean in a work hard, work hard kind of way, but just in an awareness way, just keeping your mind and your heart and just your 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 entire existence just open and and aware of what you're doing, what you're thinking, how you're approaching things. And it's a gift to the soul to work on that awareness. This isn't something Mm -hmm. that's hard to do or should be dreaded like oh this is i'm i'm gonna go to the gym and work out and then i'm gonna go home and work on my thought forms no that's that's not this at all look your mind creates thought forms that are selected by you the Mm -hmm. creator we choose whether the thought form is from a high viewpoint or if those thought forms will be based in fear Your conversations begin to form the imagination, your inner within conversation. It forms that and then which either agrees with original source perspective or it disagrees. So the the good idea when you're coming, when you're beginning to understand who you are and you're falling into an unconditional love with yourself, your attitude, the outward expression of what you're developing within is going to determine according to the way that you're presenting yourself to the world around you, what kind of life that you're living. How important is that? But how marvelous is that to know that, you know what? I don't have to be a victim in this life anymore. I don't have to live the kind of life that people are expecting from me or telling me that I should live. I don't have to experience the negative results of of debasing myself either by the thoughts and ideas of others, which usually it comes from, or often you'll see somebody, well, I finally removed myself from the influence of all these negative influencers, but now you are your own worst nightmare. And you're having all these inward thoughts and dialogues with yourself that are putting yourself down. But once you accomplish uh, perfecting your life, getting rid of the negative influencers, including yourself, loving yourself unconditionally, then all of a sudden you have uh, learned to have control over those thought forms. And so whatever you're holding on to, to consider, is the thing that you're going to attract into your life. I think that one of the most difficult um attitudes to overcome are the ones that are negatively reinforced by your sphere of influence. For example, I grew up um, with a presence in my life of um, a man that that would talk about being stressed all the time, all the time. And he was stressed about work, stressed about family, stressed about fill in the blank. But him speaking those words, I'm stressed out, would immediately cause this chain reaction through his entire sphere of influence. All the people in his life would start catering to him and sort of patting him on the back and sort of comforting him so he'd get all this attention, all this negative, well, I guess he saw it as positive reinforcement. Um, But sometimes I think those are the sneakiest attitudes to overcome because they're they're actually being coddled, you know, in in our lives. Well, that's somebody that is is really it's just a manipulator. It's someone that is not controlling or they're abusing a dominion. We all have authority and dominion as creators in the natural, and yet dominion is never supposed to be used over someone else. But what happens is, is you are, and typically it comes from around uh, you know people that have access to you, family, um, even friends, and uh, they learn the so-called proverbial buttons to push Mm -hmm. and they start uh, inaccurately and incorrectly using dominion to manipulate and control others and if a button to push is uh, the word stress and it works one time then that becomes their default and they're going to it uh, continually again and again to have their way and to control those around them and that's a that's a wonderful point that you know not only should we check for that manipulation 
in people around us, but within ourselves too. That's sneaky stuff. Well, and it always comes back to identity. Yeah. Identity. Yes. Who are you? You know, you are not to be defined by anyone else. Mm-hmm. And especially negative influencers and manipulators, they are working very hard to define you, to to create someone that is close to them or around them that's going to reflect what they want to be Mm -hmm. seen. So it's identity. Everybody has ideas regarding their identity that have to, uh, that have become them often from childhood, from the moment they came into the natural and uh, most reflective observations and interpretive experiences like you're talking about are completely inaccurate according to your original purpose, according to who you are meant to be in this life. All have been exposed to bullies. So there's, you know, this is not, again, anything new to if it's, I don't know if you can have, find comfort in knowing that, you know what, you weren't the only person to be bullied, but maybe it's not a bad place to start. <laughs> At least there's so, a club. Okay. All of know. us have been bullied or have come from various forms of cruelty. And that's the sad reality of life for most people. And is that they allow, here's the thing, they allow negative, fearful information to be the basis of what they're manifesting in their life. And it's following them all the days that they're in the land of the natural. However, the kinetic believer knows they don't have to program that into their thoughts anymore. And so the loudest and most influential voice that you hear is now going to be your inner voice. It's your self-critic. It's what you're carrying with you wherever you go. You may be spending a month alone in the rainforest of Costa Rica, but that's the loudest voice other than the monkeys that you're going to be hearing while you're there. And look, it can work for you or against you, depending on the messages that you are allowing uh, it to, to communicate to you. It can be optimistic or it can be pessimistic. It can wear you down or it can champion you. You control the, the sender and the receiver, but only if you consciously take responsibility for and control uh, take control over your those inner conversations. So today we're talking about decoding attitude over ability. Um, that that gives off the the impression that you know hey I don't have to have some sort any sort of special skill set um, or fill in the blank education or bank account or investment portfolio to accomplish anything. Um, I mean, can you really accomplish anything you want just with attitude? Oh, absolutely. And that's the thing, because look, those things you were just mentioning all come from the idea that we're here to compete, mm. which is an inaccurate um, observation of what we're here to do as creators. We create, which is on the polar opposite of of competitiveness. And so, yes, as creators, look, we we um, are it's up to us to form these habitual attitudes. Habitual bad attitudes are often the product of those past experiences and events that we were talking about. And so many common causes include low self-esteem, includes stress, fear, resentment, anger, uh, an inability to handle change when it shows up. And, you know, you're, you're uh, hanging on to the proverbial couch and place you've always lived in and you're just staying in one place. It, it takes the decision to live a life of kinetically believing, to use the law of attraction to attract your perfected life. And it has nothing to do with education and, and experience or where you live now or where you may live in the future, what you've read, if you even read at all. You begin examining the roots of a harmful attitude, but the rewards of ridding ourselves of this this heavy baggage, it's going to last a lifetime and beyond. Many people deal with um, chemical imbalances, which can easily cause disease in their mind and their body. Um, but also, it can cause really just naturally a, a natural bad attitude. You know, you you wake up and you have an incredible hormone imbalance or another chemical imbalance. Um, how would you approach that? Because you know that's such a physiological um, response that you're having. Well, uh, all thoughts are going to be communicated and transmitted throughout the human body through it's a, a chemical reaction that that takes place in the synapses of the brain. Um, a chemical imbalance will never cause a negative emotion. It will never cause you to see things from the point of danger to have uh, bad attitudes or bad thoughts. It is not the cause. Uh, a chemical imbalance will magnify what's already there. 
but it's never the root of it. It's not the cause of it. So with or without the chemical imbalance, what the way to fix this with one or without one is to go back to the root of it. And we cleanse ourselves of fear and we replace it with the good belief and the good expectation. And then all of a sudden, regardless of the emotional state, you can have uh, you can be off emotionally one day with positive thoughts. Yes. This is something you're putting a demand on. You can be off emotionally one day with negative thoughts. You can feel fantastic and energized and just high on life and and just have the worst ideas that anyone could ever imagine. And please, by all means, don't share those with us. Or you can be just jacked up and have great ideas and great thoughts. So um, you're running out of excuses uh, because you are having a, a, a bad time of the month does not give you a pass on having those awful ideas and thoughts and that's a wonderful point that um you know thoughts and this attitude we should always see it as something that we 100 percent are in control of for ourselves and never even you know when you're in the midst of some sort of bad attitude um never make your first default oh what's my excuse for this chemistry in the body is going to magnify you're exactly right it's going to magnify what we're all the, the thoughts that are already being generated and gestated look self-actualization um through affirmations will overcome any bad thoughts and ideas let's say that you know just by default you're going back to the programming of those early childhood experiences and that negative influencer who is feeding your brain and programming you with all the negative vocabulary and words and thoughts and ideas. Um, The way you overcome that is through affirmations. Affirmations repeated several times each day, every day, they serve to reprogram you and your subconscious with all this positive thinking, positive information, positive ideas. And so an affirmation is going to be made up of words that are charged with power and conviction and positive beliefs. And so what you're doing is you're, you're sending a positive response to your subconscious, which is now going to accept whatever it is that you tell it. It's not going to say you're wrong. It's not even going to agree and say, well, that was really good, Megan. You're right. No, what this does is it's driving your kinetic belief to act. And it's going to result in these positive feelings. And um, all of a sudden, there again, the, the attitude that you have is going to be the thermometer or it's going to be the reflection in the mirror of what you're going to be attracting and seeing tomorrow. Attitude is interesting to me as well because you can have a, a good attitude towards, say, your health and then a horrible attitude toward money. So it really is, you're right, it's such a, a direct reflection of, of how you think and feel about specific things as well, not just a general life attitude. If you're one that can continue to embrace a bad attitude, using your example, we'll say for health, and then a good one for money, well, those roads do intersect, and it's going to be just a minute before, well, I would have good health if I just had the money to go to the doctor. Mm. Or, you know, the, it, it's, it's what we're doing is holistically changing our attitude in regard to all things, our finances, our health, our appearance, our friends, life, the world, the climate, the universe, and beyond. How would you describe your personal daily attitude holistically? Oh, it's fantastic. It's it's wonderful. It's marvelous. It has uh, my attitude is one of the greatest expectations for all things. I believe that the universe is advancing toward perfected completion. And since I'm in the universe, that includes me, mind, body, spirit and soul. That includes everybody listening to this podcast right now. You are advancing toward completion and you can stop squirming and come into agreement with that perfected self, the original source, the idea, that perfected idea of you start agreeing with it right now and get on board the gravy train that's taking you to perfected completion or you can struggle and you're still going to get there either way. I like that you used the word expectations. Um, that really stood out to me because it sort of hit me as, as you're explaining all this to us that, you know, attitude is so powerful because it's an expression of your expectations. Mm-hmm. You know, you're, it's an outward expression of what you're expecting to happen. Right. And expectations is going to be based on your optimism or lack thereof. But Mm -hmm. those are also going to be the drivers for your day, your motives. What's motivating you? Why are you getting out of bed today? 
is it because you don't want another bed sore? Or are you getting out because you're excited to take off and go in and um, start living and experiencing those things that you've been imagining? I ran out of Cheetos. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe you know, some bonbons, you know, yeah. they're, they're just down, down the hallway. But look, self-motivation through discovering your motives. Um, we discover those motives by looking inward, coming in contact and in tune with and no longer denying the essence of what makes us different rather than looking for the commonalities. We begin to celebrate those differences that we have uh, with other people, with family, with brothers and sisters, with our best friends. Maybe you're not supposed to, uh, you weren't uh, meant to, to, um, uh, uh, do the things that your best friends are doing and you're always wondering, well, why do they like to go um, uh, uh, fishing so much or, or kite sailing or why are they you know, wanting to go skydiving? That's the last thing I want to do. <laughs> you know, and all those things that make you different, you begin to celebrate that. Mm. And so you discover then through the, the introspective um, study of the within that makes you you, that all of a sudden becomes your motivators. It's what incites you to take action to change your life. The basic instinctive motives includes love and and self-preservation, anger, financial gain, and fear. Those are the motivators for everybody. Original sources, becoming your perfected self requires enthusiasm. It requires the positive outlook and the positive physiology. For example, you can make yourself walk faster. You might not feel like walking fast down the hallway or the sidewalk, but walk faster and determine to smile, sit up straight. And a belief in yourself and your unlimited potential will just uh, biologically begin to follow. The chemistry begins to change when you just purpose to change some of those physical things that you have control over. So it sounds like you are describing a process where we are... I don't want to use the word artificially, but we are, you know, in a sense, putting a demand on something that we don't feel exists yet. And then the na- and then it does naturally come to, to come to pass. Well, and I think and I've always liked to say the best way to look at it is the things that we gravitate toward, like water seeking its lowest level are the nat- that's the natural tendencies. Mm-hmm. And the thing that's not natural is to make yourself or take control over your attitudes and your ideas and your visualizations, your affirmations, your inner uh, uh, conversations that you're having, those things that you should be as a creator controlling. That's the power of your imagination. Imagination. It's through those visualizations that you're creating and holding a thought form to the highest viewpoint that you, you can possibly get to. Look, the studies of the psychology of peak performance have found that all, all of the great athletes and the surgeons, engineers, artists uh, throughout time, they use affirmations and they use positive imaginations from this high viewpoint of accomplishment to either consciously or subconsciously enhance and, and focus their skills. Albert Einstein said that imagination is more important than knowledge. He said, imagination points to all that we might yet discover and create. Mm -hmm. And that is so true. All new inventions and uh, records that are being broken and the advancement of humanity is coming, first of all, through the imagination. So the quickest way to changing what you're experiencing is to practice attitude talk for positive internal dialogue. Attitude talk is a way to override your past negative programming, those things we're talking about, by erasing or by replacing it with a a conscious, positive, internal voice that helps you to manifest new directions for your life. The internal conversations that you're having going throughout the day, that that little voice that you listen to all day long, it's going to be acting like a seed in, in that it programs your brain and it's affecting your behavior. It's going to affect the way that you're responding to people. Um, <laughs> you know, you're on your way down to the meeting with the boss that we were talking about. Maybe it's a meeting that's coming up and all the way down there, you you start saying, well, I'm going to ask him for some time off. Uh, I need to take a break with the family this summer. I just want a week off. And then you think, well, he's probably going to say, well, you just had some uh, a week longer than you should have had for Christmas. Well, I'm going to say, well, look, I've been working really hard for you. And, and he's going to say, well, you don't work hard enough. And then I, I'm like, well, you know, that, that last big deal we got is because I showed up early and, and put in overtime. Well, I guess you want more money for that. And by the time you get down there, you are so riled up, you go in and you slam your books down and you slam the door and you kick the bathroom door open and you slam it and you go in there and you start to cry. 
And, and then you go, I quit. <laughs> <laughs> and then you go, yeah, and you quit. And you're going you're gonna to teach them and you toss them the keys to the door, whatever. Oh, and you're just, you're spiraling. You're out of control and you're wrecking your life emotionally. Your attitude is destroying. <laughs> and, and, by, and by the way, what you see tomorrow or next month showing up in your life will be based on the attitude that you represented that day. What would you say to the person who's listening and, they, and they're thinking, this all sounds good, however, um, I, I don't, I don't want to feel like I'm lying to myself. I don't want to feel like I am denying emotions, maybe negative emotions that I should be dealing with. I would say absolutely. Take a close look at what you're saying to yourself. Mm-hmm. Pay attention. Look at what you're saying. The power of words. Once released into the universe, our words, you can't take them back. You can't just throw it out there to feel better, emotionally make yourself uh, and elevate yourself emotionally. You can't get words back. There's substance to our words, be it in thought form. If you continue to meditate on a, a, a thought form of words, you're creating something. Or if you're speaking it, you're putting it into the universe to begin attracting something back to you. So what I say, what I would say to that person is, look, we speak what we speak reflects what is already in our hearts based upon all the things that we have come to believe about ourselves, all those inner conversations we've been having about someone else. And if we find ourselves speaking judgmental and disparaging things about our circumstances or those around us, we know the condition of our hearts. They need to change our, our perspective and unconditional love for others, which we've got to be operating in. That needs to change. Unconditionally loving ourselves needs to change. And if we find ourselves speaking that way, then, you know, you're creating a direct path for the law of attraction by what you say. And if you're speaking negative things and holding on to negative thoughts, you're creating a way for the law of attraction to manifest those things into your life. Do you think that it's dangerous to hang around people who have negative tendencies and and bad negative attitudes? Because you started today by talking about how contagious attitude is. Um, Is that a a cause to completely cut those people out of your life? Or can you just overcome them with your own good attitude? Well, that's the thing that a, a kinetic believer, one of the first things they're doing is they are... Um, reevaluating the life source that they are immersed in every day. They're checking the influencers, those that have access into their lives. Mm-hmm. And, um, and like I've said many times before, I always recommend that you let your friends know and your family, if you want to, cont- if you want to include your family in this, that you are now you're working on something and you just want, because of the condition of the world around you and all the negative news and all the negative reports and the negative energy in, in, the, in life itself, you've made the determination that you're only going to consider positive things. Find friends that are going to encourage you and celebrate you and edify you. That, and you're going to do that for them as well. And let them know. Talk about this. Say, that's what I think a friend ought to be. And can we agree to agree that from this day forward, we're going to celebrate, uh, celebrate, edify, and encourage each other and unconditionally love each other and support each other. If you have an opinion, it's right because it's your opinion. And it's not my place to check you and to go to Google or anywhere else to see if your facts are correct. (laughs) It's your opinion. And so that makes it correct for you. And you know, as you go through that process, I know that um, in in the master class, many people that you've worked with in the past, as they went through that process of putting everyone on notice, it was amazing how many um, abusers they realized they had. They didn't even know they were being abused. Uh, chances are good that everybody in your life is abusing you, and you're probably abusing them. <laughs> okay, that's 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 okay, kind of a natural there. way of things. But yeah, yeah, and that's going to be fundamental to your success. Yeah. And then you're going to t- expand it outward. I mean, even to strangers that you meet. Isn't it interesting how often we treat strangers better than we do family? Oh my goodness! For example, oh, that was always the funniest thing to me as a kid. You know, my mom. Let's say I, I broke something, and mom's just so mad at me, and she's yelling at me, and I can't believe you did that, and then the phone rings she goes hello <laughs> hello how's it going i'm like are you kidding <laughs> isn't that if you amazing? can turn it off that easily can you please just turn it yeah, off never an occasion for for the other but you know those are the mechanics of doing this i mean it even comes down to just something as simple as a, a positive greeting Yes. When you walk into a room, when, when people ask me how I'm doing, I say, I am just fantastic. And most people, most people enjoy working and living with other people who try to live life for what it is. And it's a beautiful gift. 
And so we want to be enthusiastic about that and have the right attitude that reflects it. There's a new, I don't know if it's new, but it is a, a form of thought that, that people have been circulating lately, and I wanted to get your take on it. And that is the idea that we all apologize too much, that apologies are just in our vocabulary way too much. Um, and I just wanted to see if what, how you felt about that. I mean, walking around sort of saying, I'm sorry, or, you know, that's just everybody's sort of default is this apologetic attitude um, toward life. Well, I think that's a great question. Apologizing comes from the the uh, expectation that, first of all, you have the power to offend me or I can offend you. And this is what people that are not in control of their lives and their destiny are typically doing. They're, they're trying to still manipulate and control one another by saying things like, you know, you've offended me. That offends me. So you need to change. Look, if you want to change anybody or anything or the world around you, it's always going to go back to your attitude. Change yourself and and walking in love with others and you always having the best intentions then uh, you you're not believing to realize that you're out to offend or hurt anyone mm. so the whole concept of, of walking around being apologetic is is not not it's even not in it. the same same realm of the the kinetic believer well and, and one thing that I heard recently was just even the small change of you know we talked about being late to the meeting before and somebody I read an article recently and they said you know even something as small as just not walking in saying I'm sorry I'm late but saying thanks for waiting for me yeah that's good that's really good. Enthusiasm. Enthusiasm is so Enthusiasm. important to the good attitude. It's, good. it's a vital tool for staying motivated. Enthusiasm is, is to attitude what breathing is to life. Yeah. And enthusiasm enables you to apply your creative gifts more effectively. A positive attitude is it's the burning desire of commitment and determination and spirit. Enthusiasm means putting yourself in motion. It's an internal spirit that speaks through your actions from your commitment and your belief in what you're doing. And it's the it's one of the most empowering and attractive character, characteristics that you can even have in this life. And I love that you're bringing that up again because, you know, we talked earlier about making sure that you're approaching all of this, kinetic belief, law of attraction in general, from a... a, a attitude of this is fun this is exciting this is enthusiastic and I, I love being reminded of that because I'm a chronic overthinker I overanalyze many 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 things and that's something I'm always sort of you know working on um, so if you even like this you give me a test to have a good attitude you know I, I sometimes approach those things as if like oh I'm gonna have okay I'm gonna do step one step two step three okay good attitudes coming and then you just sort of like you know micromanage uh, you know the fun out of out of change and change is fun that's that's something that I've had to really wrap my head around because I really always saw it as work mm -hmm. as you know okay if I work hard enough at this I can change mm -hmm. and yeah, that's not yeah. it yeah, no, um, it's not. And observation, observation is important, you know, and being analytical. Um, I think, I think the, the, probably a healthy way to approach that is obviously we are analytical, but not in a judgmental way. Um, uh, analytical in a way of observation. and Analytical introspection in a way that says, okay, I'm going to make this turn here and I'm going to go to the left, even though everybody else is going to the right. That's an analytical decision you've made through the point, through the process of observation to go back to original source, to begin experiencing who you're supposed to be idealistically, mm -hmm. unbecoming the thought processes of everybody else that says, turn to the right. You've analyzed it, not judgmentally saying that, well, they're wrong for going to the right and I'm right for going to the left. You're not doing any of that anymore. You're just analytically loving and you're observing to love and you're observing to, it's, to become okay with who you are. And it does seem like this is something that you would almost become addicted to, you know, walking into a room and being that person, that person that oh, lights absolutely. it up. Yeah, that's where the fun is. That's, that's so cool. Yeah, yeah. You know, you do that once uh -huh. and then all of a sudden, yeah. and also that's a power, that's a position of power, whether that's at work or in your family or in your relationships. You know, if you're sort of that call to action, positive person, I mean, everybody sort of starts looking oh, to Megan, you. Oh, well, here's what begins to happen. You've seen the proverbial um, uh, person, maybe 
it's in a movie or something. It was, uh, I've seen it several times now played out uh-huh. um, where you had the violinist walk into a room and they're going to apply for the, the college, the music school. Yeah. And there's the, the four or five uh, professors right. sitting behind the desk. I've literally you know, been the, in that the, situation. And they all have the gray hair. And they're looking <laughs> over the horn ring glasses and there's just this stare uh. right through you like, I could kill you. Yeah. And or for making me sit here through one of the, another audition well, like this. Well, they look at you like your future is in my hands. Yeah, yeah. And imagine now you have overcome this mm-hmm. and you have the right attitude for all of life and it's not going to be based on any occasion. And so you walk in there and you're beautiful. And the essence of who you are is shining through. Yeah. The the stress and the the presumed tension that they're trying to communicate to you, and you're not falling for it because it doesn't <laughs> matter to you anymore. That right. does not matter into your life. It's not going to attract mass into your life. You've meditated through the process, and that's no longer about you. That's not defining you anymore. You're not you're not uh, uh, looking to that to define who you are. And it does seem like so much of this is rooted in your. Um, your fear of, of, you know, just that own personal pride, you know, your pride being hurt. What will they think of me? And it's, it's so empowering to sort of just get rid of that. It's always coming back to fear and what you fear. Fear is going to be the root of all these issues that we need to begin working on to overcome. What we're doing is we're talking about through attitude, connecting to your spiritual empowerment, the ultimate advancement of your mind, body, spirit, and soul. It's going to extend right on out of the natural into the internal life. And just as we Feed our bodies in response to our primary need to survive physically, to survive the audition, to survive whatever we're going through in life. We direct our advancing existence by the attitude of our highest viewpoint of thought form because we are spiritual beings having a natural experience. All beings in the natural find powerful motivation in their beliefs. Science, the, the world's thought disciplines, religion, all creative beings um, have all this in common. And we're all coming together in the, the uh, knowledge now of exactly how belief works. And so as kinetic believers purposefully using the law of, attracting, uh, of attraction to create that uh, meaningful life, this is something that we, we begin working on and, and taking control over our, our thoughts, our ideas, attitudes, all these things to see the better life. What do you think is the quickest way to take control of, of a bad attitude or just your attitude in general? Well, using kinetic belief and working the the law of attraction, but I would also say humor is a powerful motivator. You <laughs> got to have true. a sense of humor. You got to learn to laugh. Stephen Hawking said that life would be tragic if it weren't funny. <laughs> and you know, the more humor and laughter in your life, the the less stress stress you're going to have, which means more positive energy to help you uh, put your attitude into action. Yeah, I have to tell a funny story. So we were in a in a meeting one time, and we you were actually talking to some uh, like a big marketing firm. Maybe we were thinking about going with them, mm-hmm. and and he was he was really sort of like being extremely pretentious and sort of stuck up, and you know just I mean the pretense was just sort of dripping off of this guy. And um, when he when he gave you, I mean I just knew you were going to mess with them. <laughs> and when he gave you like. Um, <laughs> The quotes or something for the marketing, you went, oh, well, we don't have any money to, to do this marketing scheme. <laughs> right. And he looked at right, you like right. you had three heads. But well, it was, but you were just making fun of this sort of pretentious, huh. you know, over-the-top situation. I mean, it's just, but you're right, just finding humor and even using that to sort of steer whatever you're experiencing. Yeah. Well, you know, and he was he was finally able to laugh. I remember the, the occasion you're talking about, and he... He uh, was using a had a brass monkey that he had brought in with him to use as a uh, some kind of an analogy, and he had just gotten off a six I hour forgot, flight, I and that. Uh, and he was yeah <laughs> yeah I remember that. So no, you got to be able to laugh at yourself. Find the and, humor. Find and that that sort of like I think of it as a diffuser. You know, it diffuses any sort of pressure cooker situation that that you're trying to be forced into. I remember it wasn't long ago when we were we were having dinner with uh, another couple, and I and I said. Um, I said, so, um, uh, Bob, I said, what, tell me something, what's the most embarrassing thing that ever happened to you? Yeah. And, and I only said it because I'm, I'm loaded for bear. I've got a good one. I was just thinking <laughs> of an experience in my own life that <laughs> I still laugh about. And, yeah. I'll never, and, and, and Bob said, 
I'm not going to. I, I don't know. And if I did know, I wouldn't tell you. I remember that yeah. he started. Bl- he started sort of like blinking really fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And he just yeah. said, "Well," and he, he almost seemed too as interesting because he almost seemed shocked. He almost seemed like surprised at yeah. himself. Like I don't, I don't think I can can tell you. Like hey, he just couldn't yeah. do it. That's a great thing. And you know, you ought to do that tonight. Hey, whoever's listening right now, you should at the dinner table with your friends tonight. Go around the table and ask everybody to share the most oh, embarrassing yeah. thing. And that go ever, first. Ever happened. Yeah, you go first. Be prepared to go Absolutely. first. Absolutely. I love That's it. That's hilarious. Yeah, humor is a powerful, powerful weapon to have in your arsenal. And you know, another thing, um, just when we're talking about the practical and how you start with this whole thing is exercising, for goodness sakes. It's going to help keep you motivated. One yeah. of the best ways to, to move to a more positive positive and motivated frame of mind and to have a good attitude is just to exercise and and um you know and, and keep that sense of humor uh, all along uh, which i would even say does does refusing to go to the gym count as resistant training <laughs> uh no no oh, <laughs> that's oh. funny though <laughs> that is that's a pretty good joke though but you know i want to i want to talk about that for just two seconds because yes absolutely you know workouts they create these endorphins um but just like you know you you sort of refuse to say i'm going to work today you say i have to create today mm-hmm. and so i think the same should be applied to physical exercise you know don't see it as some grueling quote you know get rid of the word workout um, like, let's see it as a, mu- a, a, a moment with your with your headphones and hmm. a walk yeah, through the park. Good. Get you know? rid of the word work. That just says, you know, I don't say I'm going to work. I'm going to create. Maybe we're going to create out. Yeah. <laughs> Rather well, and, than and work creating, out. I don't know. And isn't yeah. that it? Like, we have to find ways to decompress and diffuse our thoughts and ourselves. And, you know, we just need those quiet, even moments of movement. Well, a regular exercise routine can provide really a quick sense of doing something positive for yourself. Yeah. And don't overthink that. I think that's something that I've learned. Um, and I know you do that really well. You don't overthink it. You just say, you know what, I'm going to put my music in my ears and I'm going to go move one way or the other, whatever (laughs) that means for me today. Well, you know, it's no secret that life seems to reward us most when we approach the world with a positive attitude Mm. and you can see it. I mean, you look at some, you look at some of the most successful actors and athletes and they are living a positive life and it's by choice. I mean, have you ever seen uh, The Rock? With uh, just uh, negative and and kind of sad and moping around. No, he's, he's always jacked up, isn't he? Oh yeah, I just <laughs> imagine the Rock, you know, sort of like holding dumbbells and going, "I can't do it." Well, that <laughs> just shows never. you that this is done on purpose, and the life that yes. you're living today is a reflect. It's a reflection, a direct reflection of the attitude you had yesterday. So if somebody is sitting there, they're listening, they, and they're thinking of real, something really specific that they want to accomplish. Maybe it's a promotion, or maybe it's starting their own business, learning a new skill. Um, how? What's their sort of first step to approaching that ability that they want to, um, you know, achieve? Well, kinetic belief is when you are purposing to put action toward what you're believing to see. And that means you begin kinetically or with inertia of your, the substance of your belief, the things that you're hoping for, you're making decisions to act in, in ways that you haven't been acting before. And you, you can only do this through kinetic belief journaling. And so you begin uh, journaling out those highest viewpoints to hold that thought form while the law of attraction begins bringing the essence, bringing the material, the, the matter, the substance into manifestation. Without kinetic belief, you cannot live the most wonderful life. One that purposes to have a beautiful disposition, a lovely attitude, always has a readiness to show appreciation. The gesture of being thankful, it creates motion for increase to expand. And in the absence of gratitude, you see creative substance remains motionless toward the good expectation. And so the evidence of expanding life, life that's growing, life that's becoming better, life that's going back to the original source, and you're unbecoming all those negative influencers that have been speaking in your life, redefining you, uh, uh, challenging the the original who you are, um, the evidence of the expanding life is going to be the highest viewpoint for thought form, kinetic belief, a desire put into motion by an expectant gratitude, attracting into existence the good thing. The measure of your faith is evidenced by your gratitude. In other words, where there is a weak gratitude, there is a weak 
belief. And so where there is a strong, excited display of gratitude, there is a uh, strong, excited uh, manifesting belief. And so uh, look at it, look at it this way. Imagine a young boy who more than anything else just delights in going to the amusement park. And, and I was one of those. If you told me I was going to the fair or, you know, I just I forget <laughs> sleeping, and I hope you didn't tell me a week in advance because my life is over. I it's love how ruined. you're pretending like you're not still like and that. So I can, <laughs> oh, I'm there in just a second. Are you kidding me? The bumper cars, I'm in again and again. I'm going. I just can't get enough of it. Well, you so, know, you saw my niece recently, and you were playing with her, and you guys were sort of chasing each other around the living room, and and you just you were you were relentless. Like you had so much energy, oh, and gosh. we got she's yeah. five years old. We got done, and she goes. I'm exhausted. Right. Yes, he's not used to the She goes, the grown she puts her hand so. on her hip, her little hand. She I'm goes, aren't you tired? Ridiculously excited about stuff. <laughs> and so, okay, there's the young boy. He's going, he wants to go to the amusement park. And then so one day he's told, hey, go get ready. You're going to the fair. You're going to the amusement park. Imagine seeing his reaction. All of us have seen that. You, you saw your niece. The eyes open wide and, and, you know, the little boy, he begins shouting and saying, thank you, thank you, thank you so much, so much, jumping up and down. The, the fists are clenched. Thank you. Can you imagine what he's feeling? Can you imagine how excited he is? Now, the young boy, he didn't doubt that he was going after he was told. He knew that he would soon be riding the roller coaster, going down the water slide and rocketing through those tunnels. In fact, the boy had absolutely no doubt about what he was going to be doing. He could see it. He'd been there before. His favorite thing in the entire world. Are you kidding me? The soul of the child was completely animated by living, expectant, exuberant attitude and one of gratitude. So the outward expression of his belief was his expectant um, attitude, his that gratitude, and absent any doubt that he was going, no fear that he wasn't going to go. He's not even thinking about what if I don't get to go. He's that's that's not even part of who he is anymore. The boy has he's not double minded about going. There's no negative emotions regarding the amusement park. The, the boy doesn't call around to ask other children if they think he's going to get to go to the amusement park. He doesn't wonder uh, what he will do if he doesn't go, or he's not making alternate plans just in case I don't get to go to the amusement park. I guess I'll I'll watch another rerun of a cartoon. In fact, he doesn't. he's so not true. grumbling. He's not complaining while imagining the scenario where he uh, uh, may not get to go. He's not thinking about it. Notice the evidence of the young boy's kinetic belief. Now look at this. He's, he's putting motion to his belief by running around the room. He's putting motion to his belief by getting dressed, putting on the ball cap. He's not walking. He's running. Why? He's jumping. He's climbing over stuff. He's up and down, up and down, because he cannot contain his excitement. He knows where he's going. He's, he's running into his room. He's grabbing the ball cap. He's putting his tennis shoes on, tying them. He runs outside to uh, just expectantly wait for the car to leave. He's in the driveway. And, and, you know, they're not leaving till the next day. It doesn't matter to him. He's ready. He's there. He's going to go. And his anticipatory excitement has been established. There is a kinetic motion to his belief. This is what belief that is born of, of gratitude looks like. This is the moment when the substance of things hoped for is showing evidence through the boy of things not yet seen. What does the amusement park in your imagination look like? What are you attracting into your life? Now that you see it, hear the substance of your belief say, you're going, get ready, you're going. See yourself as the young boy and get your attitude of excitement on. Express your gratitude appropriately. Put on your ball cap, tie your tennis shoes because you're going somewhere and I fully expect to see you there. I love that concept that that vibrant, strong, electric gratitude is indicative of the strong electric belief. And that that's sort of that outward expression, like we've been talking about, of the, the attitude that's matching up with your level of belief. And, and you even said that it's your highest viewpoint. I loved that because it is it is in a sense like you're climbing to the top of the mountain to get this perspective on, on your life. And you're doing that through gratitude and 
thankfulness and verbalizing that. And then, you know, like you're saying, don't discount the action. That is huge. You know, put that pep in your step. And and I think as adults, you know, sometimes we have been taught to uh, not get excited because because there have been letdowns in life. You know, so you sort of have to reactivate that sometimes and say, let's get excited because and I'm so excited because I know it's happening. There's no question. There's no question mark there. Journal the amusement park and go ahead and draw the pictures of it. Draw the Ferris wheel out. Draw the (laughs) merry-go-round. draw the pictures of the entrance and what it looks like and continue to revisit that every day and expect nothing less, nothing at all, nothing missing, nothing broken. And then change, uh, cast down negative imaginations and anything that tries to take the place of the positive um, imaginations. And you do that through affirmations mm-hmm. and do it through uh, gratitude. In fact, let's let's just do it right now and, and just say this after me. Say, I enjoy the doing. I enjoy the doing. As much as the manifestation. As much as the manifestation. I feel absolutely marvelous today. I feel absolutely marvelous today. I feel sensational. I feel sensational. I feel tremendous. I feel tremendous. I have a relaxed attitude. I have a relaxed attitude. Towards life. Towards life. I have abundant charisma. I have abundant charisma. I have an easygoing attitude. I have an easygoing attitude. About life. About life. I have the power. I have the power. I improve the attitudes. I improve the attitudes. Of others. Of others. With my positive and upbeat attitude. With my positive and upbeat attitude. I keep my attitude focused. I keep my attitude focused. On the beauty and wonder of life. On the beauty and wonder of life. I keep my positive attitude. I keep my positive attitude. By giving it to others. By giving it to others. I live life to its fullest. I live life to its fullest. I live my life. I live my life. With abundant passion. With abundant passion. I love life. I love life. And it loves me. And it loves me. I, no, that's good. I feel good. Oh, yeah. That's it. <laughs> I feel like I just got to be 12 shot or something. Oh, wow. There it is. Yeah, I'm sort of basking in that affirmation right now. Mm. Um, something that really jumped out at me too as you were as you were taking us through that amusement park story is how important it is to have things in your life that you are excited about and that you are looking forward to because that that's going to create that air of optimism in your life and in your thoughts you have to design those imaginations for what you're looking forward to that yes. is what happiness is yes True happiness is not circumstantial. It's not another trip to the department store for a new outfit. That brings temporary happiness. That's circumstantial. True, lasting, the essence of happiness and joy comes from optimism, optimistically expecting the next best thing. And you create that and design it through your kinetic belief journaling. Mm -hmm. And that continues to keep you buoyant and excited and happy and optimistic for life. That's one of my favorite things about kinetic belief journaling. Um, and even with the guided journal is is that like you just said that word that's a great word design because we are the architects of our lives and no one else is going to build that for you you know no one else is going to design you know unfortunately you can't hire an interior designer (laughs) to come into your life and you know just map everything out just as you know to have your happiest most fulfilling outcome Um, you're doing that yourself and that's the beauty of it because you are the interior designer for you no one will ever know you like you Yes. And so you you have to unbecome the thoughts, expectations, and ideas of everyone else to become that interior designer that can design the perfected life, the one that you were, the original source had uh, purposed for you to live. Wow. Well, this really um, gave me such a, I just have this in, incredible sense of buoyancy right now. And, and I just, I'm so excited to, to keep that going for the rest of the, of the day. This has been amazing. It's always fun. And uh, so now we know how to decode attitude and how to change our lives by doing so yeah absolutely um and attitude overability that's a that's an amazing concept to keep in mind because i think many 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 of us go throughout our days being sort of faced with this idea that we we're, we're missing a piece of something that would allow us to achieve a goal um so you know whether that's education or or networking or relationships you don't need anything if, as long as you have that attitude that you've taken us through today ability doesn't matter ability will show up the ability is the fruit of attitude that's it that's That's fabulous that's fabulous Uh, this has been awesome and look if you want one of our kinetic belief guided journals you can go to kineticbelief.com the website or you can shoot us an email at kineticbelief at stephencanyon.com yeah fully illustrated those are beautiful items especially with christmas coming up too um and we have events. We do events, That's master right. classes, master class workshops, and yeah. you can yeah, check the calendar there on the website as well. And absolutely, also, yeah, you're talking about the the kinetic belief um, uh, artwork. It is in full color. It's beautiful.
beautiful. Yeah. And it's guided. And, and it's, it's a 100-day yeah. uh, challenge. And you will begin, uh, you will attract the very thing that you're hoping to see in your life. And, and if you want to see a glimpse of what it actually looks like on the inside and what you'll, uh, sort of, the treat that you'll be in for, you can, there are pictures of that on the website as well. Um, and also a reminder, we are on Instagram. You can follow Stephen here at Stephen Canyon. That's easy. S-T-E-V-E-N, Canyon like the Grand Canyon. Oh, it's always a pleasure. We're so uh, glad to have all yeah. of you back with us again today, and we'll see you back here tomorrow. Yeah, thanks, Steve. This has been great. Bye.